0: AG's combos, we gon' show you how the world goes. AG's combos, we gon show you how the world goes. AG combos, we gon show you how the world goes. Take a look at the world we live in it's falling apart. the glass, muscle and guns, but don't show heart. Sometimes spark a conversation, let that be a lesson. Speak the truth in the boot, call it confession. Two chains of oppression links us together. Any stormy weather, red, blue, black or right, white, we can do better. It's A G combos, pay attention. Make mix, break chains. Yeah, that's the mission. I said, yeah, that's the mission. A G combos
1: you how the world what's up everybody welcome back to ag's convos it's your man ag back in the pcb studio with mr Kinch. what up doe what's happening bro you already know bro hey is it just me or do it feel like i was just here like a half an hour ago, Man, shooting the last
0: episode. It just, the week just flew by, the weekend flew
1: by, everything just flew by. I don't, I, it was abnormal though. <laughs> it was because I'm telling you, confession, I never listened to the last episode. Wow. I never, I played it. But I never got the chance to really listen to it. So
0: so you uploaded it, but you never I, listened to
1: it. I, I, I mean, I trust your judgment. You ain't going to give me no bullshit. But <laughs> when I listened, I mean, you sent it to me. And I was like, cool, because you sent it to me pretty quick. I think yeah. you might have sent it to me the same night or maybe the next day. So I was I like, I sent right, it perfect. the next
0: day because I came in uh, the next day. But today I'm sending it to you today. Okay. Something going on? No, I'm, I'm trying to get in the habit of finishing my products the day Speed of. Speed it up. Yeah, like, I dude, like if you did it today, it should be done today. You know what I'm saying? Not, and then it'll give me my next day to do what I need to do right after I get off work. Like, I don't have to think about editing a podcast I can think right. about making some new music or yeah. doing anything though. and I
1: see you doing that <laughs> yeah you know what I'm yeah. saying I can think
0: about other things or I can go work out I can go for a walk or something you know what I'm saying like you can
1: live your life
0: yeah so at the end of the day like my off days can really be my off days or they can be a productive day and I can get some things done other than just something that I did yesterday
1: <laughs> right 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 so how was your week though everything good uh
0: everything was straight you know what I'm saying I um um, shit, when, when I see you last Wednesday, so after you left, I recorded with uh, Real is Real, and then yeah. I did a GB7 podcast, which yeah. we had a special guest on there, um, a designer and a uh, a rapper. No, a designer, and a, both of them, one of them was a designer, the other one is a music manager. Okay. So he manages, like, his cousin and a guy out of St. Louis, I think it was, he said. Okay. But, um, yeah, so they brothers, though. So oh, they nice. got this whole little thing they got going. Uh, maybe some business partners in the future because. For us? Yes. Okay. You know, I kind of, hey. I had to link them. Hey. Like, you know what? I mean, so this is what we do. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, yeah, right. So, uh, yeah. And then other than that, uh, I went to go and uh, my little nephew birthday was Friday. I didn't get to go Friday because I had this real podcast. Right. And, so he, he had a birthday on Friday, but I was like, you know what? I'm going to pop up on him the next day. So I popped nice. up on him on Saturday and uh, played some basketball. And yeah, I saw the he, videos. Yeah, he, he cool. turned two, so that he was, was just cool. happy, just running around and me right. throwing him up on the hoop to let him right. dunk. You know what I'm saying? He was He was pumped.
1: That was cool. Yeah, but I saw some of the videos. It was it
0: was a nice little night. played the uh, Played the game on the projector, big screen. Kyle brought the projector out and put it on the garage door. We had the big screen out there playing uh, 2K. Nice. So we chilled. So my my and then my work week so far been good. I mean, yeah, it's Hump Day.
1: You know, we always. Yeah. That's what I like about you know the positioning of this show. We can kind of get.
0: Yeah, One once this topics. over with, it's yeah. like everything all is down downhill. downhill. Right. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I feel
1: like this is the end of the yo work. Right. <laughs> it's <laughs> all gravy from here.
0: Right, yeah, cuz I don't do uh when I when I record uh real is real, they um I give them their pod the same day. So yeah. Um cuz I don't do too much editing on their pod, but um we down here it's like a party when we down here on they yeah, I
1: know you just told me y'all be having food and drinks <laughs> yeah, and shit yeah we
0: be down here just partying man that's what's up so that's like my weekend of partying if I don't do nothing that weekend I yeah. just be like my Friday is podcast Friday
1: you know it's crazy because for me this is kind of like my mellow period yeah this is where I get to kind of tone down a little bit tone down I feel man. like I'm moving at ninety nine miles an hour all day long until I get here. You yeah. know, and typically I have me a little bourbon or some whiskey or something to yeah. calm my nerves. Yeah, you, but you slacking on that beat. No, nah, I ain't slacking. I don't want it right now. <laughs> I just ate for the first time all day. You know what I mean?
0: You always come over here just eating, bro. I know, I know.
1: Because it's like I I'm either on the move now schooling started back up for the yeah. kids, so that's crazy. Yeah. My son got to walk his to school today for the first time. Big ass College campus, they call a high school. Right, It's crazy, it's nice. man. It's crazy how how things are changing, man. But you got to stay in front of I'm, it. So I'm that's jealous. I'm, to do. Shit. I'm jealous from
0: uh, how the kids go to school now to how I went to school. Uh, like if we well, had, yeah,
1: they got luxuries. We man, had. if we had yeah, the
0: luxuries yeah. they have now, right? Like even when I go back to my old college, when I go to Central State, yeah, to the homecomings and we kind of go. To, they got new buildings built now, and right. and certain rooms dedicated to certain stuff like and you'd be like, dude, we ain't have none dude, of what
1: this. What was this shit at when I was here? Yeah. Like we had
0: it really. we had desks. We went no one no screens, no projectors with all the it wasn't none of that. None of the technology. Right.
1: Every desk got a computer yeah. and shit. Like,
0: yeah. Like we ain't got none of that. So I'm kind of jealous of them right now. Yeah, I, ain't jealous. I mean they they can they got so many tools to
1: win and if they don't win but well, see that's the catch 22. <sighs> oh, my God. The motherfuckers still don't Stay focused right. on my mission hand. Like you
0: got all that stuff at your palms, Finger dude. Fingertips, like,
1: right. It's crazy. You know, it, what's funny is how everything you just said kind of ties into what I wanted to talk about. <laughs> everything. Because, you know, so as I mentioned, I, I kind of posted it on the Facebook page. As far as my week go, I mean, it's been, it's been weird, man. In the last 36 hours, it's been fucking crazy. I think the world is literally coming to an end. <laughs> I'm not going to give you all the details, but get this shit. Yesterday went to KFC. Mm-hmm. They didn't have any chicken. Yeah, I heard there's a wing shortage. They didn't have any chicken. <laughs> chicken, period. Period. So wow. I'm like, okay, this is fucked up. I'm going to go to Popeye's. Dude, the, uh, dude, I'll tell you, I laughed so hard when I heard this shit. I pull up to the window. Dude say, hey, welcome to Popeye's. Can I take your order? But before you get started, you should know all we have is chicken. I'm like, it's Fucking, pop. what else fucking would I be Popeye's. That's fucking Popeye's. Of course you got chicken. He said, no, all we have is chicken. I said, okay, so you're saying you don't, what, have biscuits? All we have is chicken. No
0: sides, no no. Dude no.
1: never said another word. I was like, so you don't have fish and shrimp? He said, all we have is chicken. <laughs> I said, bro, you got any sides? No sides. I said, you ain't got biscuits or sides? He said, all I got is thighs, breasts, and a couple of wings. <laughs> I was like, what? He said, we don't even have fries, bro. I was like, what? Yeah, it's it's
0: it's 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 getting short.
1: The shit happened at two separate locations. It's I'm like, what the short. fuck is going on? I ended up going to get some pizza, ordered a pizza. I'm like, do y'all got sauce? I got cheese <laughs> on this bitch. You're like, what are you talking about? I'm like, I'm just checking. Okay. Can I get three fucking pepperoni pizzas, please? <laughs> She was like, "Sure, no problem." This motherfucker hey. called me back five minutes later, and guess what she said? What? We're out of pepperonis. Set I'm the like, get up. the fuck. And she said, no, "I'll she give didn't. you any other pizza you want at the same price as a regular single topping pizza." But yeah, she was like, "When you were asking me those questions, I thought you were being weird." But when I get the message from the kitchen that we're out of pepperonis, I'm like, "He'll chew my fucking head off." Because <laughs> i he act. thought I was playing. <laughs> Man, I don't know what the fuck is going on. Wow. But, but that's that That was my last day. Mm. Not really tied to what we were talking about, just some crazy shit that wow. just had me like, yeah, the world is literally coming to a fucking end. <laughs> they running out of food. They running out of chicken at fucking Popeye's in Cleveland. Man. Think about that, man. They're going to start riot.: They had no sandwiches. <laughs> they had no, all he had was breasts eyes and a few few wings wings. (laughs) i was like like, why don't y'all just close i said and i asked him i said why didn't you put the sign on the fucking menu board so i didn't have to waste all this time he was like we can't come outside at dark it was dark outside. It was dark by this point. I'm like, what do you mean? Y- y'all gonna get robbed or something? I'm like, yeah, we get robbed around here a lot. I'm like, God damn, man, just close this. We can't come garage. outside at dark. <laughs> That's what he told me. Not until they're closing the store. I was like, goodness, this place is fucking falling apart, man. Yeah, man, it's it's a lot
0: going on. They even uh <clears throat> on uh Uber Eats, instead yeah. of wing stop, say say thigh stop. <laughs> i put that on everything <laughs> instead of wing stop it says
1: thigh stop because so them motherfuckers are out of wings yeah that's how this shit started <laughs> so this past weekend we had this little spot down in akron and it was late because we have been out was out kicking it it was like one of the few spots still open so i'm like all right cool um how much are your wings? Because on the menu, it said market price. I'm like, who the fuck put market price for wings? I said, how much are your wings? She said, $23.99. I said, for how many? This motherfucker said 10. What? I said, 10 wings for $23.99? That's $24 for 10 wings? We- you want $2.40 a wing? Get the <laughs> fuck out of here. She was like, Sorry. I'm like, man, get that's oh, this. That was Saturday, shit. and it's literally been all downhill since then. Oh I'm my done God. with chicken, man. Fuck chicken. What I shouldn't be fuck eating fuck that did shit the anyway.
0: Chicken. Do? What we do to you, Mr. Right, chicken?
1: Mr. Chicken. That's the one place I didn't go.
0: <laughs> Mr. Chicken. They get, they just opened up one on South in South Euclid.
1: Yeah, I know. They got. I mean, they jumping up. But what the fuck they selling?
0: <laughs> Ain't no chicken. Because I love their
1: wings. That's right. what I really
0: eat from there. Their wings.
1: Man, so I don't know. I I just. It's a strange time to be in America. Man, it's, it's,
0: they're buying, that's, I think it's because everybody, ever since the pandemic kind of, ever since we opened up from the pandemic and everybody came back outside, it's like everybody's eating out.
1: Well I think that's a big part of it. All that fucking STEMI money going to eating out instead just of eating out, something eating out, like right.
0: I, I mean you always known Chick-fil-A lines to be long. That's what they oh do. The motherfucker's got three lanes now. Yeah. But they're they're <laughs> still fast and efficient, but right. they're just long ass lines right. regardless. And after the pandemic, it it got worse. Like yeah, it used yeah. to it used to be a long one line, but they was fast, but now it's like like you said, I got like three lanes. In and this.
1: they're literally taking your order and paying for it before you get to the window.
0: Before you even... They got people outside waiting
1: on you. Right.
0: Under the, the things. with, And in the wintertime, they got the heaters on them. And it's like, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> y'all are doing it out
1: here. Hey, they ain't missing themselves. Yeah. I get it, though. Yeah. I, don't, I
0: wonder how they taking the pandemic. How, how they keeping everything. How they
1: keeping chicken. chicken. Ain't nobody else got chicken? How the hell... How they even open?
0: Because they got a lot of customers
1: Hell yeah (laughs) They must be selling something other than chicken I don't know They got got a lot of customers But I guess I'm done with chicken for a minute man You know It's just like With replacing my fucking car Everybody like Where you gonna replace your car When they got something to sell me Mm -hmm. You know what I mean We waiting for equipment for the studio They told me the other day It might be October before we see this stuff Because they can't get computer chips and this is all going back to the same problem. Nobody working on the assembly line. Nobody's working. But that ain't what we going to talk about on right. this episode. We're getting back. I get, Let me backtrack a little bit. <laughs> GB7 podcast. Y'all had some crazy conversations last week. Am I my brother's keeper? Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that was a good one. Dave going through it. Yeah, that was a big That was a, big, that a, was big a one. sensitive one. Yeah, because at the end of the day, we... That podcast was like, uh, that wasn't the subject of the podcast. Not at all. It kind of happened at the end of the podcast, right. but it defined what what the podcast as a whole, meaning Dave, me, Monica, and everybody else going through together. Yeah, right, right. You know what I'm saying? So if one, if one person on the podcast is feeling a certain type of way, then that's what we're going to name the podcast. This is what you're going through. This is what we want people to get out of it. Right. Uh, all the other stuff is for entertainment,
1: right? And that's why he started the show off with, "How's your mental?s How's yeah. your mental health?" Because he realizes that, you know, regardless of what the entertainment component of the show is supposed to be mm-hmm. and what brings people into it, if we ain't in our right state of mind, it ain't going to go over right. well. And he wasn't, nah. and you could tell from the beginning. He played along, and then he just kind of threw up in the same mic that I'm talking to. So that's probably why it smelled <laughs> But, you know, and I'm not gonna get into what he talked about because he dealing with something and, you know, I'm praying for my brother. I was with him yesterday. We talked a little bit about the situation, but it kind of brought up something because he was talking about that point of when enough is enough and you have to start drawing these lines in the sand. And it's something that we've touched on a little bit in the past, but I really wanted to elaborate on it a little bit because there's this perception especially in the black community, that no matter what, family's family. You got to be there for them. If they let you down, they let you down. But you still got to do your job. You still got to be there for them. Fuck that. And I get it. (laughs) But fuck that. (laughs) Fuck that. And that's why I really wanted to touch on this, man, because I feel like there's almost this this unavoidable burden that we put on ourselves, that no matter what, I don't care if I know that my brother is out raping girls or if he's beating his wife or if he's mishandling his children or whatever the situation is he my brother i gotta be there for him at some point everybody gotta grow up yeah. at some point everybody has to own their own destiny i don't care what their title is and everybody that knows me know i didn't have my fair share of issues with family yeah. members you know what i mean i didn't talked about some of it on this show on a number of different occasions and at no point do I ever feel obligated to say well no matter what that's my fill in the blank so i got to fill in the blank
0: yeah i don't
1: nah, have he, to do shit for nobody and
0: it, it, it i think it come from uh, it's kind of uh embedded in this yeah. young know, as As when it's it's always like this is the family, family is first. You know what I'm saying? Make sure the family good. Everything is about family. Then you see movies and it's like family, everything, family, family. At the end of the day, all you got is your family, and and so you kind of get this notion that, but nobody talks about how family fuck up shit and let you down and 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 can sabotage your life while they sabotaging theirs. Just because you're trying to be there for them, right. even though they're going, that's just like if you have a family member that's on drugs. You know right. what I'm saying? And you like trying to get them off drugs, trying to do this, trying to do that. But at the same time, you messing up your life trying to help them though, right? Because every time all these time
1: resources you make them available, your life them. go
0: into a trajectory going up. Here come this person tearing it back down. Right. You know what I'm
1: saying? Because or just fucking with your mindset. Yeah. To the point where it's like, oh, uh, you know, I'm I'm conflicted. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, I just got this big project, this big opportunity, this big lump of change, but my mother is strung out, and if I don't put her in rehab, she might relapse again. Yeah. So,
0: you so put I'm yourself- going to take
1: everything I just earned and put her in rehab and well, hope for it the best, that up again. and all she going to do is get kicked out of that bitch. I'm going to lose all of this money, all of these resources, and now I'm right back to where I was before I got it. And she still need help.
0: Yeah. and, and, and but that's and, my hey. mama.
1: What I'm going to do. That's my, you know what I mean? At some point, it don't matter, man. You know, and, and everybody knows I've got an adult child that I don't care, You know that I don't take care of. My daughter has to take care of herself. I've told her that on a number of occasions. And she's finally getting to the point where she's starting to realize, like, oh, I really do have to do this shit myself. Well, yeah, you do. Yeah. You know, you've got the help you're going to get. But those wheels will stop turning. Those wells will run dry yeah. if you don't get your shit together.
0: Yeah, because ain't nothing given to you.
1: Right. So when we were talking about my son's school and all of these resources that have been made available to these kids, it's like, if you lose now, you wasn't trying to win. Yeah. Because there's literally, it takes no effort. His counselor told him, we were talking about Jim. He said, look, all you got to do is get dressed and not stand on the wall and you'll get an A. Yeah, every time. And he said, you'll be surprised how many people can't graduate high school in the 12th grade because they flunked gym in the ninth. I'm looking at him like, that's still a thing? He said, man, some of them kids come in here with their cell phones, they stand against the wall, and they never, they'll put on their gym shoes and their gym shorts. Yeah, they
0: get their dress And credit. they'll
1: go sit in the bleachers and literally never move. Yeah. And nobody's going to force them to, act to participate.
0: No, because it's gym. It's, it's supposed to be an active thing. If you don't want right. to be active, I'm not about to sit here and say, well, get out of my class and send you in the hallways.
1: Right. And he literally said, you could just walk the track instead of sitting still. Don't participate. Be be the be the social, you know, weirdo.
0: Yeah, weirdo.
1: Just walk right. the track. Yeah. Until the bell rings. And you'll still get an A. And these motherfuckers are flunking gym.
0: That's crazy. <laughs> hey, DG <laughs> told me he told uh our gym teacher to fail him every year. He said cuz he wanted to have gym all 4 years he was in high school. <laughs> He's like, "Fail me every year. I'm gonna take gym every year." Yeah, because he's failed. a health nut. Yeah, know? so and then he passed every other class. He just right. wanted to fail gym. Like, <laughs> make sure you give me an F in gym, and she did. She definitely gave me an F in gym every year until his twelfth year. He was still in gym, it's, and he got an A. He got he got an A out of there at that time. <laughs> like, all right, I'll put some effort today. That dude, this man. this year.
1: But yeah. it, I mean, it's just crazy to me, you know, when you start thinking about all the resources not just available to these kids, not just available to these kids when they come out of high school but available to our brothers and sisters. You know, yeah, there's a lot of people going through a lot of things and I can understand shame and guilt and some of the embarrassment that might come with raising your hand and saying, hey, I'm not sure what to do here, but you can't just throw me into the pit of your despair and expect me to be cool with it because we family. Yeah. You can't do that. There's certain things that my mother can't get away with and she's my mother. I literally would not exist if it wasn't for her. But you cannot stick me in a hole that I can't get myself that's what out I t- of. I
0: say that to my mom. My mother is not about to. I, last time she asked me for some money, it was for her to go out of town. And mm-hmm. I said, Ma, now I had just gave her some money to go out of town right. the first time. And I was like, all right, but she wasn't planning on getting no money from me this time. But some money had not came through or something or they was messing with her unemployment or something she said. Right. So she was like, I'm going to need some money for this trip. And I was like, all right, but um, you got other kids, though, right? Because <laughs> <Right. laughs> I just gave you about $200 like, on a last trip. Right. right? And this trip, you trying to get some more money out of me. So she's like, well, I asked such and such for this much, and they gave it to me, and this person gave me this much money, and I paid this off, and da 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 so I ain't not want to ask them again. And I'm like... Ma, you know, I got bills and stuff, too, though. Like, I'm not just. She's like, that's why I'm asking you, because I know you're responsible with your money. And I know you got some money saved. <laughs> what? Just because you know I got money saved? You're trying wow. to be in my pockets? Wow. So she was like, well, all you got to say is you ain't got it. And I just, I just take it at that. And I'll just be like, all right, my son don't have it. But of course, I'm going to give it to her. Because I'm like, ma, it's not about the money. I just want you to know that. You just can't just be spending up all my money. I got things to do too. Though. Well, you that's where we differ, brother.
1: Because I'm going to be like, man, I ain't going to lie to you and tell you I ain't got it. I got it. But you can't have it. God damn it. You can't have it. Not this time, man. You ain't got it. No, I, I gave it to you. I said, here you go. Yeah, that's it. you. Roundabout applause. I, at, at, the, at,
0: at the end of the day, though, <laughs> it, me and my mom, um, she's sacrificed a lot for me.
1: I, know Absolutely. For,
0: I, kn- I mean, I know for a fact, like money-wise, like even down to putting her house up just for me to go to college type shit. But this
1: is exactly and what I'm, like, I'm talking about. All it's-
0: right, you sacrificed a lot. So I kind of owe you a lot. So anytime you ask for some money, I'm going to always be there for you. I'm going to always get it for you. If I, I do that for my friends, so I got to do it for my mama.
1: But this is the this is the purpose <laughs> of this conversation because that mindset, that that. Sense of obligation yeah. is rampant in this community. It's, it, man. it's an
0: obligated thing. But at the end of the day, it's, it's embedded in us. as black people. Though. It's
1: embedded. But at what point does mama say, I'm not even going to ask them? Yeah. I don't need it that bad. I can yeah. survive on this trip with the $400 I got. I don't need the extra $400 that I'm going to either burn not spend and still be in my pocket when I get back home and definitely like give it back to him. You know, imagine if you see, if she got $400 and she say, I'd be better off if I had a thousand. So she asks you for six <laughs> and you no, give it to her I'm because you feel obligated. Right. Yeah. I mean, and then if she I go got on this it, fucking trip just... and spend $200 and come back with like, Oh, I mean, this guy bought me drinks and I didn't realize food was free and, the plane ticket was already paid for, and my baggage was included. Didn't realize she that. She ain't gonna give you that money back. Yeah, Hell no, she ain't giving it back. <laughs> you gave it away. You gave her six, and she kept two of her own. Yeah, and you ain't
0: gonna never see another penny. No, wow. no. Wow. I just, I, 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 at the end of the day, when I do give away money, and and it's I, gone. If I give away money, a lot of times I'm trying to I'm trying to get it back. Right. I'm usually saying, "Pay me back." Right. But if I give it away. I, it makes me grind harder on my end because right. it's like, all right, I know I ain't getting this money, it's money back. That's money lost, right. So I got to make a few sacrifices on my end. You know what I'm saying? Like, let me make some sacrifices just to help somebody out. But I know I'll get it back faster than they can ever get it.
1: So the question is, who's helping you?
0: At the end of the day, no one, because everybody think I got it. So why do we keep (laughs) doing this? No, I I ain't going to say nobody, because I got people like you. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying. You You know what I'm saying. Ain't nobody, No, nobody's there when I can, if I need some money, like, damn, I'm fucked up. I need money right now. Who can I call? But you know who you can call. I know I can call some few people, but they're usually my friends, my close friends. But family members? That, that you did not already done it for? I can't reach out to my family members and ask them for the same amount of money they asked me for that I, that I got from them. Like,
1: oh, remember I gave you that $400? So the question <laughs> becomes, if you never gave it to them, would you still
0: need it later on down the line? I, if I gave it to them and I let them keep it, I felt like I didn't need it.
1: That's not the question. <laughs> if you said no and two weeks later you found yourself in that situation, how likely is it that you're going to be able to say or that you're in a position where it's like, I need it and I don't have it. Most of the times we don't have it because we've overextended ourselves. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And this goes back to what Corey was saying when he was here. We can't give unless we're overflowing. I have to be selfless selfless. Selfish and my selflessness and say, I can't give you what you need until I'm in an abundance on my, in my own space. Yeah. And this is why he was saying that. We're, people are coming to us asking us to share our wealth, to share our love when we're not full of it yet. Yeah. So how can I give you something when I'm still deficient? I'm still trying to figure it out. Right? I'm still deficient in what you're asking for and you're trying to take it away from me. Mm-hmm. But I feel obligated to give it to you because you pushed me out 35, 40 years ago. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. I'll never not be grateful for that sacrifice you made. And I'll never not be available to you when you need me. But sometimes what you have- you're asking for is in excess to what you need. And it's in excess to what I can afford Lord, to give, right. and you yeah. know that, you know that, you know that I didn't hit the lottery last week. You know that when you asked me for two hundred dollars two weeks ago, and I said I may have it, I may not, but let me scrape it up somewhere and give it to you. When you come back this week and ask for two hundred more, when nothing has changed,
0: nothing has changed though. Why I would ain't you made even no do money. that?
1: Why would you do that? Yeah. Why do we put ourselves in these situations? What Dave is going through, what he's dealing with, what makes it so extreme for him is certain people should never put you in that sense of burden. Yeah. They should never place their burdens at your feet yeah. and expect you to share in it with them because of the relationship we have. Yeah. But that is so ingrained in our culture that right here today, you said but My mama did this, she put her house up and paid for college, and, and and she made that decision.
0: Yeah, she did.
1: And I'm not saying you don't ever not show gratitude for it, I know I'm not saying you don't ever not be there for her. but does that mean that I'm gonna give you my rent money on the 29th? And no, I don't get I, paid again I until don't, the day
0: I, I would never give anybody my last, it was just not gonna happen. But when so, it where comes do we down, draw the line? What my line is drawn when I don't have it, if 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 I got. If I, got the, if I got a bank account and I got some money sitting aside and I'm saving it, mm-hmm. but say somebody come to me and my family with a problem that they need to fix and I got the money, but I've been saving it though. Right. Like it ain't gonna, it wasn't going to be spent until I saved it to what I wanted to spend it on. And I might have didn't know what I was going to spend it on yet. But I was like, damn, this is going to go towards a good cause. This is Family. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the first thing you think in your head. Like, this is family. And God going to reward me for it. Uh, the family going to love me is. for it. You know what I'm saying? Everything there is going to be rewarded just because you're being a good person. You'll be blessed in the end of the day. And, I'm, and I think, in my mind, I think I have been blessed 10 times by the amounts of money that I've given away. Right. You know what I'm saying? I so feel you bring
1: like up that. the one thing that I think drives this mindset. Which is this sense of reward? Reward for that giving. we will receive for the sacrifices we make. Give giving,
0: you shall receive is in the Bible. It's in the Bible, <laughs> so it must
1: be true, right? In the Holy Bible, <laughs> rewritten nineteen hundred times. It was man-made, <laughs> rewritten time and time and time again. Now, no, no, I get it. I We already had this. I get it. I get
0: it. I get it. But at <laughs> the end of the day, but we it's all been
1: get em- it. embedded in us, though. But we all get it. And we <laughs> all know it. And we all see it. And we're all dealing with it. But we still say the reward is coming.
0: Yeah.
1: And that's how I
0: at the, that's how I'll be looking at shit, man. I'll be just in. But now, in these days and times, which is it's a different time and different day. I'm older. Like, at right, my at my younger age, it was like I was trying to figure it out. But now that I'm kind of in my set in my ways now, it's like I'm not taking it. You know what I'm saying? Like I ain't taking no bullshit from nobody. No means no. If I don't want, if if I feel like I'm being taken advantage of, I'm gonna separate myself from you. All that. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm just gonna bag up off and just live my life how I live my life forget how you feel about me at the end of the day.
1: So that's maturity talking.
0: Yes. So that's where I'm at now in life, where all my family members that I used to hang around with from the day to day and have in my circle, it's like I can care less about them now. It's like, dude, if you don't care about me, if you don't care enough to call me or come to my house and see how I'm doing or just to be on a regular basis, my friends do that all the time. Like, I got a lot of friends that just pop up on me. But my family... Yeah. It's a lot of my family. My sister, my, my my little sister, her first time being over my house was like, I think like last year, and I've been
1: living here for six years. No comment.
0: And it's like <laughs> I dude, have
1: siblings that still ain't been in my house. You know what I'm saying? Been like, here for eleven years.
0: Ain't touched the house though. And I'm like, dude, you stay down the street. You, I mean, you stay in Garfield, of course, but right. you at mommy house. You at your other sister's house. You at your brother house. But my house, it's like y'all don't even want to come this way. And it's down Lee Road,
1: dude. Like, it's right so, down from so, the hood. So let's, let's do some math here. <laughs> let's do some math here. When you were young, you were gullible. Mm-hmm. Hey, Boost, go get me this. Go get me that. Go buy me a pack of cigarettes. Go get me a drink from the store. You're spending your money because auntie, uncle, big brother, big sister, mommy said so. Right. You don't you're just naive to what's actually coming out of your pocket because you really didn't need it. You didn't pay any bills and you can make it back in a matter of minutes. No big deal. So at some point you were taken advantage of. Then you become conscious of the sacrifices that those people made for you. And you were like, oh, wow, what's a pack of cigarettes when she fed me for 18 years? What you need now, Ma? I got you. Mm-hmm. Oh, I need a new TV. I need my gas bill paid. I need gas in my car. Blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? And you don't think anything of it. Shelling, 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 shelling yeah. our money. Right? Then you become aware of what you're starting to sacrifice yeah. and how much it's costing you. You're paying for two households now. Now you're in those <laughs> late 20s, early 30s, and she's asking, it's like, oh, I didn't set the precedent now. I can't say no, but come on, my. at what point are you going to realize that yeah. I'm literally paying for your home? But you do it reluctantly. You're not going to push back. Right? You just do it. Then you get to where you're at now. And think about it. Think about when your mother was your age now and -hmm. the rifts between her brothers and sisters and the rifts you saw between her friends and how much people came around but only came around for these types of reasons. Mm -hmm. Yeah, We saw them during the holidays, but they didn't come on the weekends because... She didn't want to be bothered. She didn't want to deal with this person's mess and that person's problems and that person's addictions Mm -hmm. and this and that or their relationship issues. She didn't want to deal with that because she realizes I'm sacrificing my peace of mind, my wealth, my income, my whatever, for the sake of your happiness and getting nothing in return. So she did exactly what you're doing right now.
0: Yeah. She did. If yeah. this
1: ain't a fucking psycho, I don't know what is. it yeah, is. she did. We see it time and time again, generation after generation after generation. So what do we have to look forward to? At some point, you're going to be in her shoes. Yeah.
0: And at the end of the day, I think it comes from um, financial responsibility. Um, yeah. A lot of, uh, like my grandmother, totally not that person financially she's fine she don't ask for nothing if anything everybody's coming to her to get some money because financially she's responsible her and my grandfather are well off and living their lives and if if they feel like like my 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 grandma told my mama that she felt like she was taking advantage of me and trying to get too much money let she's like let Boosie spend his money how he want to spend his money you won't go over there and ask him for all his money. And she was like, Well, mom, not asking him. I cause I think her refrigerator had one and I bought her a new one. But I got it for for the low, though.
1: It right. was like a
0: deal okay. out of the right. lifetime. So I was like, your refrigerator remembered. My right now,
1: mama like, need one, why not?
0: I here you go. I found it on offer up. Dude was selling it right then and there. you like, you gotta come and get it right now if you want it. I'm like, right. hell yeah. Nice one with the drawer at the bottom for the freezer and everything. <laughs> LG. I said, Oh shit. For two hundred? I'm going to get it. But to my grandmother, it was like, you keep asking your son Mm -hmm. for all his money. And why are you keep asking? Why can't you do all these things on your own? What is wrong with you?
1: But here's what I'm saying. You've always got that example of that individual within the family that sees it for what it is. I'll be that person. I'll Mm -hmm. be that grandfather. My grandkids will look at me and go, my dad didn't let my mom just take me however she wanted to or spend my money however she wanted to. Right? Because I'm that person that looks at it and go, no. He earned this. You know, you don't take it from him. Mm-hmm. But we know that there's other people within my generation that would say, you better get it if you can. You know what I mean? So that's what I'm saying. You, you happen to have the grandmother that is the anomaly of her generation. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure if you look at your aunts and uncles, there's one of them that's not doing that to their kids. Yeah. And you'll probably be that person because you don't have kids. Yeah. So when you're nieces and nephews or their children are getting older they go look at you and be like uncle Boosie wouldn't let that happen you know what no. i mean that it's it's still a cycle
0: you got to set a, you got to set an example early and I, and that's what i try to do with all my nephews and nieces but unfortunately they have mothers and other uncles and other people who influence them way more than i do right. so cuz you're the wild card since since i'm just this guy who sits back And makes his money the way it's supposed to be made and not really be out here in the streets. They don't look at me as like, oh yeah, this the uncle I wanna be like. They like, nah, he ain't partying enough. He ain't doing enough. Right. But I'm doing the most though. But they don't even know it. They like, I'm like, dude, I'm doing more than what you think your other uncle doing. What you, just because you see him in the streets every day, and he in the hood, and he but doing that's this, their and driving around, and he got takes. a whole bunch of girls around him, and they, and he just oh yeah, he's living the vida loca, ain't he? Right. How much money he got though? Right. I don't even how mean,
1: much peace of mind he got. What bills aren't it, paid? It, 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 What's does, the balances on his does credit he card? Pay, does he pay a bill? Right. Is he paying the minimum on his credit cards? Or he, is he don't even have a credit card. Does he even have a credit score? He don't even have
0: credit. You know what I'm saying? Like. Dude, and y'all it, not even thinking about the bigger picture and everything. Because they don't,
1: they don't know how. That's not the example. Like, dude, been y'all
0: looking at the street money. Like, well, I seen, I seen Unk pull out, pull out a shoebox full of money. You think that was his money? That was the plugs money, nigga. You well, don't know that? You, let's assume it was his money. It wasn't his money. I'm just telling. But you. We know
1: <laughs> right. it wasn't his money.
0: But I'm just saying though, like you pulling out this money and 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 you showing your nephews or your nieces. That you got it, and you spending money on them too. Like, oh y'all go out and get y'all whatever y'all want to get. Da da da. And, and they think you. Yo, everyday life Business. is really, really. Yes. Like, oh, I'm having time. I can, I can yeah. run to Uncle curtin and get five dollars instantly. Right. When we was walking around just trying to find fifty cent to get some penny candy, you right. know what I'm saying? Like, they don't understand. Like, five dollars was far fetched in our days. Like, right. get five right. dollars. What? If you had a dollar, you was rich. Right. Y'all talking about five and ten and twenty dollars in y'all pocket and y'all spending it in a day, right? Like on food. Like y'all getting Uber Eats and
1: I'm like, what is y'all doing with that? Well, that's my point. It's crazy. But you're the guy. You're the one that shows them the other side of that curtain. Yeah, I try to, but, but that's it, not the norm. No. And the goat. And this is all circling around people being overextended expectations being unrealistic simply because we're family. That cycle has to break, Mm -hmm. especially in this community, especially now for the second thing I wanted to talk about, this CRT shit. CRT? CRT. What's that? It's taking over our children's schools. What is that? This is going to become the most... Influential, controversial, devastating element of our species. What is it? So, critical race theory. You haven't heard this phrase at all? Mm, no. Okay.
0: Not really. Not really a conversation about it,
1: no. Okay, so layman's terms, critical race theory is, is actually a concept that started in the 70s. After the civil rights era, all right, there was this period where White people were being lambasted, as they say, for all of the atrocities against blacks and minorities in the United States. So there was a collection of white people, a.k.a. the president, that felt obligated to acknowledge some shortcomings and thereby give way to the civil rights movement, which gave blacks and minorities certain affirmations and certain opportunities, affirmative action, equal rights, yeah.
0: voting all rights, the stuff yada, yada, added, blah, right. blah,
1: blah, blah, right? So at some point, there was a group of scholarly white people that said, well, now we just look like the bad people. What are we really suggesting here? That all white people are bad? So they, constate, they brought up what became known as the critical race theory, which is that by shining a light on the negative elements of our past. We're basically blaming the current people of within that same race for all of these problems. Right. We're not saying that these white people did a bad thing at this point in time. We're saying that white people inherently do bad things to these people. Right, And if we keep um, perpetuating that mindset, then we're going to create a situation where we're forever the bad guy. Right. And this theory is counterproductive to our own uh, interactions. Yeah. So we can't paint white people in this bad light anymore. So they want to erase that from the school. So for decades, each president that was approached or each member of Congress or whatever that was approached was this idea was like... I'm not touching that. Get the hell out of here. You expect me to go to the black community and say, stop talking about slavery? Right. It's not gonna happen. That's we don't have it's it's not our right to necessarily do it. But once 45 became president and they went to him and said, you know, we should really be considering this. Whatever, whatever you're saying, what the hell, okay. push you through. Yeah, but we need this person in this position, and we need Betsy DeVos and Secretary of Education, and we need this to happen, all right, let's do it. So now you get a chick leading the education department, Secretary of Education, Betsy DeVos, right? Ain't never had a kid in public school, ain't never went to public school, but she's telling us what's right and what's wrong about what's being taught in public school. Mm. And they start creating all of these scenarios where states can now make these decisions for themselves. So in the state of Texas, they revamped this whole fucking critical race theory thing. And they've been pushing this shit now for the last 18 months or so. Got certain areas to pass it. And then it got introduced into other states. There's parts of Illinois where it's mm-hmm. already, Illinois, is, it's already, except we're going to limit our, um, our studies on African-American history because it's counterproductive. To the relationships we're kind of we're trying to generate between African American and white students now. Yeah. So this whole now there's a national push to put the critical race theory in place from coast to coast.
0: Nah, I don't think it's gonna happen.
1: It's already passing. I, I know
0: it's passing. but I don't. Think it's, I, don't I, I don't think they can. <clears throat> I don't think a lot of states will just
1: adopt that. I don't think everybody would. I don't think so either. But think about the. Think about the standard. Think about the momentum that we're putting in place. Because if this is just a nick away at, you know, just a chip away at the concept of racial inequality, if 25, 35, maybe 50 years from now, it's a banned topic, you can't talk about this anymore. Where are we at 100 years from now, 150 years from now? Mm. Are we Are we where we we're supposed to be, and everybody's one shade of brown, and everybody's kumbaya, or are we back in fucking sixteen forty five when yeah. it was simply a matter of the haves and the they, have
0: nots? They, they want us to forget. They want us to forget what happened. They want it to be like, oh, that was so many years ago, and we need to
1: no. You if you can't talk about it in school at all. If it's never a part of the history books again, it's already been taken out of school districts in this country. Yeah,
0: but that don't mean you don't you can't get taught at home, right? Right.
1: But your parents at home have to know it.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, so today is not the issue. Yeah. It's four generations from now. You
0: said 150 years from now. I'm saying 50 years from now when you
1: when when you know your grandparents weren't even taught it and they were the same generation that didn't listen when their grandparents tried to tell it to them. Right now.
0: Yeah. yeah they, what are we looking at? they
1: definitely at? not trying to hear it at home. Right. So what are we looking at yeah. in our very short future? I mean, keep in mind, 1970 wasn't that long ago. No. It was 50 years ago now. Yeah, it wasn't. Right? So 50 years later, we've gone from the need for the civil rights movement being enacted, just haven't been enacted, Dogs, Jim Crow—all of that was just kind of winding down. To fifty years later, we're trying to pretend like that never happened. None of that happened. None of it. Fifty years. This is in my parents' time. This is damn near it. my
0: I, time. I I, it, I I need it in the schools though, because if a lot of the things I wouldn't know if I didn't learn. In the Everybody school. needs it in the school,
1: black, white, and otherwise. We cannot erase. Like just to even history. watch it
0: on TV was like. Because it's documented. Right. So it's
1: like. But, but what happens really if you get rid of it? the documents? What hap- if it, if you can't teach it in school, how long before you can't show it on TV?
0: Well, it's the information age now. So unless they wipe it off the whole goddamn.
1: I don't have to wipe it off the Internet. I just got to bury it under all this new shit. Yeah. And never this tell you new, why to look for it or where the to look for it at.
0: things and don't even worry about it. And,
1: out of sight, out of mind. And if
0: y'all, if y'all niggas want to go kill y'allself off, go do that.
1: Or <laughs> go back to last week's conversation <laughs> with this goddamn vaccine. Yeah. You see how all of these, I mean, this is such a chess game. Mm-hmm. How much of what we're dealing with is meant to be a distraction from what's actually happening? And this is a conspiracy theory. You know, first thing my wife said, oh, you're starting to sound like a conspiracy theorist. Why? Gerrymandering is real. They are already putting in place um, um, populations of people that completely redistrict entire parts of the country. Mm. So where you used to have these heavy Democrat and these heavy Republican populations or this blend, which was always a 50-50 tie, you Mm. literally just start moving addresses and moving zip codes and including these red zip codes and these blue zip codes and all of a sudden there's no heavy favorite anymore. Wow. That's what gerrymandering is. Right? Mm -hmm. So there go your guaranteed blue Cuyahoga County. Right? We're going to throw Geauga County and Cuyahoga County into one political precinct. Problem solved. Lorain County. You know what I mean? You start, you add Fucking Chillicothe to Columbus and all of a sudden it ain't all that black no more. Yeah. Right? You add Beaver Creek to Cincinnati and all of a sudden it ain't all that you know what I mean? And yeah. and you do that in enough areas.
0: You know your areas like a motherfucker, because all these areas is really where they yeah, have. <laughs> all I have ever
1: done is travel this fucking country. I used to stay in Beaver Creek, that's funny. right. And you know what's in Beaver Creek. Yeah, I know. It ain't us. <laughs> Not in no heavy... Cut, beautiful not in, area, you know, but beautiful. It, ain't us. it ain't us. We can't afford Beaver Creek Mm-mm. by design. They got right? a little hood, though. Oh, of course they do. <laughs> so does Lorraine, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. everybody got their little hood. Right, so yeah. does Lima, you know what I mean? But But it's mostly college. It's, it, it, it's right. college town. But gerrymandering but is real, mm. right? Voter suppression is real. It's also on the ballots right now. We're taking away people's right to vote. You got to show four forms of ID, and you got to have all this all this craziness just to get a ballot. Mm-hmm. No, why? Why is it that in my district, the lines are three and a half hours long, but on the other side of town, you can get in and out in fifteen minutes? In and minutes?
0: out in less than fifteen minutes.
1: Because we, ain't, you know what I mean? What? And then, critical race theory. Right? Throw that on top of it. What is the message? This is not conspiracy theory. This is This is a system working underneath us or above us, however you want to look at it, literally working the puppet strings to the point where we're going to lose every opportunity we have to speak for ourselves. Because we're putting people in place that has no interest whatsoever in your best interest. Right. They are trying to fulfill an agenda. Agenda.
0: Right. Exactly.
1: And we're letting it happen. If they, they like, if we get this to pass, then we can do this. So, how do you distract the public? You do it with a virus, throw in a vaccine, create more confusion. I got to thinking about it after last week's conversation. Start a war. Right. Start a <laughs> war or pull out of one.
0: Yeah.
1: Right? Throw the, throw the child support issue back on the table. Um, Roe versus Wade. Right? Abortion. This. Pl- police brutality. We're looking at everything but what matters, mm. which is the people that decide how we move forward. We're not even paying attention to who we elect because we're getting all this crazy misinformation about the, polit- the politicians that we are supposed to depend on. Yeah. And in the meantime, the people you may trust to say, you can listen to them or you can listen to me. But I was thinking last week after the podcast, you know, because I was talking about my uncertainty about the vaccine and how it could easily be manipulated in certain communities because of what we know mm-hmm. because of the information superhighway it's out there you can't tell me that y'all didn't used to do these tests on me right right maybe that's the distraction because what happens if we don't take the vaccine
0: then it's a whole big old uproar we fucking die off and everybody dying they don't care don't need the ones that's gonna live it's the ones that's vaccinated let them
1: tell it See, see, the, see the confusion? It's like yeah. I'm damned if I, I could take the vaccine and maybe be a test dummy and die. Man. Or I could not take the vaccine and fucking die. And die. Because I didn't take it. Or like I said before, I can walk across the street and die. You know? I'm, I'm smart enough to watch out for traffic. I'm questionable enough to doubt what may or may not be in that fucking syringe. But I don't have, or maybe I do, Probably don't have all it takes to completely avoid the vaccine or the the virus on my own. And they wonder why people are confused and why people are skeptical and why the why I can't get fucking chicken at Popeyes. <laughs> right. Don't nobody want to go to work. Don't nobody trust nothing anymore. Nothing. I can't even trust my brother to protect me in this environment to be there for me to at least understand that I'm not going to bail you out when you need to pay your phone bill my I don't you see what I'm saying you see how these all start to become one big bubble of who's paying attention why am I in this situation what the hell is going on this has become the world we live in man
0: yeah it's 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 a crazy world and I I'm so I'm just I'm I'm sick of it for real like a lot of us are at the end of the day we didn't grow up like this, but we then did. everything just like changed overnight it 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 happened so fast like from from one point, it was like a slow, steady rise in different things happening up from uh not having technology to having a little bit of technology to having a little bit more technology to having a lot of technology and then. Once we got a lot of technology, technology it just, just took over. Took over to the point where now the world is just different.
1: We're instantly. we're enslaved to technology now. Yes.
0: Like it's instantly different. Like everything is the way people look at the world is different. The way these kids grow up and think they're entitled to everything is different. It's <clears> like, <throat> dude, nobody all kids can't even be kids no more. Like, you don't unless you raise your kids like my brother raises his kids where he don't let them be around nobody for real Like, mm-hmm. it's not that he don't want them around nobody but it's like he don't the, trust nobody i can't let my bro i can't let my kids kind of inherit these bad habits that's already out here i didn't i didn't have two nephews shot so do you want those nephews around your other their cousins for real like and they're 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 growing up and seeing these things or do you want them just to be oblivious to it and grow up with the free mindset. And that's what he had. And they're very, very smart boys. So it's like, dude, you got two very, very smart boys. And they're growing up and they only know what you give them.
1: But will they be the socially awkward ones? I don't... I, will they be I, I, the quote-unquote conspiracy I, theorists 25 years from now? And it's at like, the end of the day, hey, you know.
0: socially, yes, they're kind of cut off. Because, I mean, they only trust who they see. Right. You know what I'm saying? So... Mommy and daddy was the only one I was around a lot. Now, then it became grandma and grandpa that I'm around a little bit more because they babysit. Then it's like, all right, right, so I trust them. And then you see your uncles every now and then, but you got an uncle like me who come around all the time. So you see me all the time, so you're comfortable with me. But right. let let my girl come around, and it's like, hold on. Right. I know you Uncle Boo's girl, but... You don't come over often, so you don't get that much attention. But I mean, she do now because but, she's been around. Yeah, but
1: uh, what I'm saying, I mean, fast forward 20 years, right? They're they're bookworms. Yeah, they're the ones reading the history books. They're the ones that know about slavery and about you know civil rights and all of this. When their classmates are going, do we don't? They don't even talk about that no more. What are, what are y'all doing?
0: Yeah,
1: and they're going. Don't forget. Don't forget. Don't forget and And their friends or their you know their peers are going, he's fucking weird, watch he's the weird <laughs> one, you know, don't let him have guns, you know, because now, with yeah. the gun laws of the you know twenty fifties, we don't have to let him you know what I mean yeah watch him he he's telling he's telling them that they've been brainwashed, and they're telling the rest of their community, which they're all in tune with yeah. he's a fucking weirdo got he, gotta, he- he got out the matrix. I'm He's out of right. the matrix. He's unplugged.
0: Baby. I'm unplugged right now. Right. And I know what's going on. Right. Y'all, the y'all, the dumb ones. Y'all want to sit there and be on y'all y'all internets and do all that. I, right. I use internet for inf- information.
1: I I use internet to better understand what I'm dealing with, and yes. you can't do that if you don't know how we got to this point. But if everything is telling you forget how we got to this point, just enjoy the point that you're at for what it is. It's information overload. It's stimulation overload. Forget nah. history. Who needs history? Nah, that's why I say, that's why people walking
0: around, la, 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 right. and don't know what's going on around Oblivious them. Oblivious as hell. And it's like, dude, that's because you're sitting around just living life like they want you to live life. La, right. la, 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 la. Right. No. Everybody, God made everybody to have their
1: own mind, their own way of thinking, their own way of doing things. And we have become cattle. Hurt by information, misinformation, and everybody. That's
0: just like everybody doing this dumbass
1: crate challenge. You ever seen that shit? Yeah, running up the crate. (laughs) They've been they've been messing themselves
0: up, dude. I seen a dude whole foot. He broke his whole shit. Shit was. I'm like, dude. So your dumbass. Yeah, you your dumbass got on these crates (laughs) and fell off, and now your foot twisted the other way
1: because you fell down wrong. It's a fad. It's a trend. We are literally enslaved to trends. Why would
0: we do that? I I can't even watch the videos. Only videos I've seen was that one. You know why? And the the other ones I've seen, they made it. Right. So I was happy for them. Like, the chick with the heels on, she made it. I was like, oh, you made it? Then the guy, he was rolling up a blunt, and he made it. And I was like, yeah, you made it. But everybody else that's falling, I'm like,
1: dude, why would you do that? But you know why they're doing it? Why? Because if you get to a certain number of likes, then you start getting compensated for your videos. Money still. But the person runs who's the doing it ain't getting the likes. It's the person who's filming
0: it. Right. Their, right. They upload The one it. that's doing it is getting hurt. <laughs> they getting the broken ankles. They're getting the broken ankles. The broken back. I don't know what they.
1: That, I, they messing uh, they self Oh, We are so fucked. And I'm like, dude, <laughs> who does this? <laughs> we are so fucked. We are we are completely. And, and okay, so.
0: Even if we would have did it back in the day, we would have at least found some We'd old mattresses. We would have
1: got our asses handed to we us. We would have found
0: some old mattresses to put around
1: the crates right, them and off, like right. that fell off the boys like that. What would your mother have said if every milk crate she had had a foot through it? Man, you'd be Fucked up. We used to use milk crates back in the day, like yeah. storage bins. Yeah. That's where all the records went. Fuck CDs. We ain't had CDs. Yeah. Records fit in them. I, in I the swear crates. I used to think the milk crates were made for records. Yeah. Because they were like the perfect size. Perfect And size. as long as you had a few missing, you could thumb through them bitches thumb like cool. a fucking catalog. Perfect. Yeah. They right? were perfect. It was it was like the perfect storage
0: bin. And then after records became obsolete, we started turning them into seats. And holding up our beds. Right. And fucking basketball basketball hoops. hoops. Was, I was raw on the crate on the basket. I, that's where I got
1: my jumper from. The crate game was because if chain. you can
0: shoot a jumper on a crate, you can shoot a jumper on a real hoop for real. No problem. No problem. There with, was no with problem. a regular,
1: you getting a regular size basketball in a crate with consistency. With consistency, beast. and we was doing that. Man, though. that damn ba- that <laughs> basketball hoop was like a swimming pool. like <laughs> shit, that bitch that big and the it's ball, round, just like the, the ball barely fit through the thing, man. It. it if you had if you had a um oh shit the uh NCAA ball, yeah. Whole different ball game. Yeah. you get an NBA ball, you are struggling. It's it's hard to get it in there. It's hard.
0: But if you if you if, if you, you got your it, your jump shot right, it's gonna go. You just gotta get your jump. Then when you get on the regular hoop, everything seems easy. Right. You'll never need to backboard again. I, all net. on that every time. You ain't know I was shooting on crates, <laughs> bruh. Yeah. Like where you form that jumper at? In my backyard with Dude, a crate on a tree. Crates once records got record it was used for records in the eighties.
1: Yeah.
0: And then the seventies seventies, eighties.
1: Yeah. And
0: then the nineties came and we started hooping on them boys. Right. <laughs> Because the CDs came out. Because then we had cassettes and CDs, and we was like, oh, yeah. who, who needs records? We
1: don't need them no more. <laughs> they still sound better, though.
0: Don't get it twisted. Yeah, I got records upstairs. I, right. still, I just don't have a record player. I need
1: to buy one. Yeah, easy to go. So, yeah. again, I'm not the conspiracy theorist. I'm not saying the world is coming to an end. I'm saying stop falling victim to society. Yeah. Because this ain't a black and white issue no more. There's a bunch of white people that are just as distracted and misguided and misinformed as we are. Now, we might think we're in two different boats, but that's by design, too. Right. Yeah. It's all by design. I just I mean, it, it always comes back to the same thing we always talk about people helping people to be better people. Right. We have to look out for each other. At some point, we have to hold the powers that be accountable and say, hold on. How is it that you go tell me that you're trying to push through the education system the fact that a black body hanging off a tree had nothing to do with the color of their skin? Because mm. that's what the critical race there is. No, no, this ain't about race.
0: This is about them doing the wrong thing.
1: This is about somebody way back when doing the wrong thing. Okay, well, let's even the playing field. Color, let's say you're right. That had nothing to do with race, right? So we all have equal power. We all have equal resources. We all have equal access. I'm cool with it. You, I will never say the word affirmation again. I will never say race. I will never say racism again. Yeah. If you can make sure the, that the I got feels- just as much access to a bank loan as everybody else, yeah. that I got just as much access to an Ivy League education as anybody else. Right. That my property taxes ain't no higher than anybody else's. That there's just as many cops in my neighborhood as there are in yours. There. But there's just as many grocery stores in my neighborhood as there are in yours. I mean, we got grocery stores where you got a Giant Eagle and you got a Mark's and you got whatever else, a Dave's, within a block of each other. Yeah. And then you go to some neighborhoods and all you got is the corner store and the dollar store. Mm-hmm. There's Gr- no, no grocery functioning store the-
0: businesses. You got to get up out the hood to go to the grocery store. Go from
1: 93rd and Miles up to Randall Mall. Mm. How many McDonald's do you see? How many Burger Kings do you see? How many Popeyes do you see? How many Wendy's do you see? Zero. There ain't that many. Zero. We're talking about a what? Eight mile, 10 mile stretch? Zero restaurants? Zero?
0: You're just riding up the street.
1: I'm looking for something to eat. They don't even want you to stop. Think about it. There's only from literally from ninety thirty miles to Lee and miles. There's two gas stations. Mm-hmm. There's one on hundred sixteenth, and there's one on Lee Road.
0: That's it. That's all. Yeah.
1: But you go from you go from Pearl Road to Royalton Road or Ro- yeah Royalton Road on. Oh, well, say you go from. I don't know from the turnpike to Rowlton Road on Pearl you pass literally everything Anything and it's a third see? of the distance
0: yeah. a
1: third of the distance as many gas stations as you can think of bars restaurants you name it the best
0: shit where the we best go shit. to go actually go restaurant because all we can't our go we
1: can't go up the street yeah we got to take that money Somewhere else. Give me time? those same resources in my neighborhood. Yeah, we'll take races. When the last time you
0: seen any type of big restaurant in the hood? Period, though.
1: Period. Like, where's a Red Lobster at? A Red Lobster or a,
0: or anything like
1: that. Bob Evans. Yeah. Where's the closest Bob Evans? Mm. To my mama' house. <laughs> Garfield.
0: Garfield.
1: Rockside Road.
0: Because they used to have the one right there on in Randall, but they closed that one and turned that to a B and M's.
1: Gone. That's gone too.
0: Oh, so it's something else now.
1: I don't. I don't think it's anything now. Just like the B and M's over here on Lee Road, it's gone. Mm. This has become our. So give me equal access. Put the same effort into paving our streets and making lighting it, our streets. And and and, and uh, even I wake up
0: early in the morning to go to work, and I be up like four something in the morning, and I'm riding. And uh, they have people riding around in this city of Cleveland Heights. They have people riding around, um, decorating and putting, planting yeah, flowers, flat, flowers, and flags early in the morning, like four in the morning. They watering them. Right. They got the big old water tank in the back of the truck. Like they literally keeping these streets like really look good all the time when we sleep.
1: Yeah, but what's going on? But in the
0: hood, in, in the hood ain't
1: nobody doing nothing when we sleep. Still on miles. 93rd, 102nd, 113th, 116th, 131st. Lee Road. Now, for those that don't know, that is, like I said, what, maybe a six, seven mile stretch? Mm-hmm. Those six things that I just told you were Orcastic. the only street lights. Oh, street lights. The yes. only street lights. When you get past a hundred thirty first, no, yeah. Oh, then there's one at. Um, oh yeah,
0: right at the high school. One
1: hundred forty seventh.
0: Yeah, yeah, right, right before. And the then high there's
1: school. one right before the high school. So yeah. there's eight.
0: Yeah.
1: Eight street lights yeah. for six miles. And, and how the hell is a kid on a hundred and eighth supposed to cross the street? When right now you're paving.
0: And it. it's a big street. Yeah. It ain't even just those small streets. No. It's a thoroughfare. <laughs> You're right, though. You see I what I'm saying? Think about that.
1: No, you don't, because they don't want wow. you to think about that. Because then you have to acknowledge that there's a difference between the way these communities are treated.
0: It's it's, but if you look at it, it's always been like that. Even down to uh, medieval times when you had your kings and then you had your peasants. You know what I'm saying? Like right. it's like they take politics as just like that hierarchy you have your government which is your kings and then you have all these people who under that and your middle class and your lower class but there is no your, middle
1: class anymore
0: right so it's really like it's, it's really like upper class kings and lower peasants. classes yeah right. now yeah
1: but now but now you want to you want to tell the peasant you can't talk about how kings enslaved you anymore so we're gonna we're gonna make sure your children are completely unaware of how you became a peasant mm. give me can't give me royal access and we can have that conversation yeah but in the meantime no you because can't if,
0: do that if they gave us royal access then it wouldn't it it wouldn't be no peasant stuff
1: right but no well there's always gonna be those that 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 choose to work be there. harder and those that don't but think about it this way
0: but if we had it from the beginning wh- why would we even be down there we wouldn't
1: we would We have to create that it would be the, start. it would be a
0: choice like i it, just like you got your white people who privileged but end up at the, in the bottom and homeless because they chose to make stupid decisions right on their own but they had it all at the beginning though right if, if, you listen, if you probably talk to any of these little white bums, a lot of them probably be like, I was living life, and then all of a sudden. But if you talk to a black bum, he'd be like, dude, I was always fucked up. Right. I, I just got way, way more and more fucked up as I went along.
1: But that's my thing. <laughs> when you've had a head start, you choose to fail. Yeah. But if you give somebody who's never had a head start a head start... And you put them against somebody that's choosing to fail. You start to see a shift in the balance of power. Mm-hmm. Because if you gave those, you've, if you gave a lot of those peasants access to royalty, their creativity, their ingenuity, their work ethic is going to catapult them past you. Mm-hmm. So now you can't keep up with them. So you're no longer in a power position. And once they're in a power position, you can't take your power back. That's, that's literally the definition of suppression. Mm. To ensure you maintain power by suppressing those who could take it away from you. Or by limiting the exposure and the access and the opportunity to those that could take it away from you. And again, this ain't even a black and white issue no more. So the fact that we allow black and white to dictate the the logic behind what we're doing, we're we're counterproductive to our own development. There's plenty of white people in the same boat we're in. Mm -hmm. There's plenty of black people with power that ain't trying to share it with us. They ain't trying to share it. Because they know the last thing I want to do is put somebody like him with all those creative ideas and all that intellect and ingenuity in the position that I'm in while I'm just riding the wave and he take that wave away from me. No, Damn. bro, you stay where you at. I don't need that kind of pressure. I don't need that. On my power. So can we please take this, can we please see this situation for what it is? It is suppression. It is socioeconomic suppression. It is psychological suppression. It's emotional de- de- suppression, which is turning into depression, mm-hmm. which is causing people to give up altogether. All under the false pretense that they're limited because they're black or they're limited because they're poor Mm -hmm. when they're only limited because somebody don't want to give them access. And we got to point out those somebodies and we got to get those somebodies out of positions of power because the one thing they can't change, they can't change unless we allow them to, which is what they're trying to do. They can't change the rights that are afforded you.
0: Right.
1: You still have the right to information. You still have the right to education. You have the right to equality. And as long as you recognize that and you force the people in power to give you that, you'll have that. But if you become so ignorant to the process that the people in power say you don't need that anymore and you say, I think I do, but I don't know enough to know if I do or not. It doesn't seem to be helping me to have this. But it helped you, so you obviously figured it out where I haven't, and you're telling me what the right thing is, and I have no choice but to believe you because I'm too stupid to figure it out for myself because you haven't taught me the difference between, you see what I mean? Yeah, now, I all of a sudden, it. I ain't no choice but to trust you. Mm-hmm. And guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to go swimming in my <laughs> infinity pool behind my L.A. house that calls... Six hundred million dollars that you couldn't afford if you tried, if you because describe. you make six hundred dollars a week.
0: Mm-hmm. And you
1: think that's problem enough? solved? We got to we got to do better. We got to do better collectively. We got to do better at holding people accountable collectively. I don't care if those people are in your family. Mm-hmm. I yeah. don't, and that goes all the way back to the beginning. Ma, you know you're taking advantage of me. You know you are. Shame on you. For knowing you're putting me in this position of suppression for your own benefit. Mm-hmm. When you know that it's going to cripple me for the next three weeks, three days, three months, it don't matter. It it don't three matter. minutes. minutes—why right. would you want to cripple me, period? Right. Just what do you get out of it? Uh, 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 I, I think it's, just it's
0: a, selfish. It's just, just being right. selfish.
1: How is that any different than the way the kings treat the peasants? Why should right. that shit be happening at home? I hate it though. It's it's
0: a, one of them things that you just you when it comes to family you don't want to see it. You don't want to see your family um taking advantage of you. Um or your government or or your neighbor
1: or anybody or your spouse. That's yeah. my point. This isn't we we cannot see this as a personal attack from a singular source. Right. This has become a mindset. And yeah. if we don't do something about it, we're going to lose Complete control of our own ability to say nope, enough is enough. Mm-hmm. So that's why I know I know how much it's hurting Dave to do what he has to do, but he has to do it. Yeah, he's right. He has to do what he's doing right now, and we all have to do it in our own environment because that's the only way to hold people accountable for the shit they subject you to. Yeah,
0: I and mean, I, I've been I've been cutting people off left and right for the past like. I say, probably the past five years. It's been a lot of cutting off in
1: my area. and th- you you don't want it to see it. You don't want to see it go to that point. But where else can you take it?
0: Because you 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 gain these memories with these people, or you gain these memories with uh, just period events ex- and experiences. and, and it's yeah. like, dude, some of might be some of the best times of your life. But then all of a sudden, you get to a point where you gotta cut ties, and it's like. <sighs> that's kind of hard to do, but I have to do this for or my ability. Screwed. For my sa- for my sanity, I I might I don't know what I'm going to do. I might end up in jail. I might end up anywhere, you know what I'm saying, just because I didn't want to cut ties with whatever this is. So I-, I get it. I get it.
1: And it's all sacrifices. Yeah. We are the sacrifice in relationships. We're sacrificing time to be able to stay on our own. It's all a matter of sacrifices, but if we're sacrificing for the right reasons, and we're building up ourselves and each other in the process, then we can't help it but to win. Yeah. But we can't be suppressed by our own invite, our own community. I mean, just imagine if if imagine if spiders only attack spiders.
0: Yeah, wouldn't be no spiders. <laughs> You see what I'm saying? Because when we sleep, they're attacking each other.
1: <laughs> right. Imagine if bees only attack bees, if birds only attack birds, if birds only fed off of birds, because that's ultimately what it's coming down to. We are feeding off of each other. And the easiest way to eat is to take away from somebody else. It's, I mean, we have all the resources and tools to just grow a garden in our own backyard, but I don't want to do that. I want, to, I want somebody else to grow a garden in my backyard. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to pay them to do it because if I got to pay them to do it, then I'm going to give up my garden anyway. So let me make somebody grow a garden in my backyard for less than it's actually worth to me and then turn around and sell the vegetables that they're growing to them for more than they can afford. And, I mean, you see, them, I mean, come on. This is what we've come, this is capitalism as we know it now. Mm-hmm. At what point are we just wrong? For taking advantage of people who don't have that.
0: Yeah, they actually. And now that I think about it, we we kind of like erased that whole part of our history too already, though. Which is farming, right? Black people don't farm. We used to. We used to be the heads. That's what we, we used were, to do. That was our job. That was what we, we used to do. We were the croppers. Everything that was that they didn't want to do, that's what we did. Right. But then once we got out of doing it. It was like, all right, we ain't got to do it no more. And the white people was like, well, we'll do it still. You know what I'm saying? We'll do it on our own. And we'll
1: make a lot of money with it this time because we're going to sell it to y'all. Right. Well, not only that. I mean, think about it this way. We were the free labor in the farms. Okay. Civil rights says you can't do that anymore. Okay. So we're not going to let you work in the farm no more. Go find a job somewhere else.
0: Go somewhere else and We'll let the
1: Mexicans do it.
0: We ain't, gonna let, we ain't even going to let you find out what this
1: process is. Right. Because if we turn around and teach you the financial side and the business side, of, you already know the planting.
0: Yeah. You, know you how already to, know
1: that. You know how to do that Now, part. it's up to you to teach that to your tri- children so they can learn how to feed themselves yeah. on their own. But I'm not going to give you any land. Yeah. I'm not going to give you the loans that you need to buy the equipment. I'm not going to give you access to the good plants or to the good seeds. Mm -hmm. that's creating that gap that head start gap I've already got a head start because I had you do it for me for free which I turned around and sold for a profit so I own the plantations you lucky to have a hut in the backyard but now I can't let you sleep in that hut no more I gotta give you access to income so I'm only gonna give you the minimum wage which ain't shit compared to what you're actually earning my business Mm -hmm. but that's all you get use that to build on your own and by the way, that loaf of bread that, you, that I used to send you to the store to get for 25 cents, it's a nah, dollar and 25 cents. Now, And I'm selling it to you. You know what I mean? Yeah. And now, it don't matter if you're black, white, Mexican, or otherwise.
0: hmm System's in place. It's, it's already in place, and, and everybody do, does what they have to do, but the, the playing field is still um, it's the uneven. the same
1: biased, same head start, same fucked up situation. We got to realize that for what it is. This is not conspiracy theory. This is the history that they are literally trying to erase from our children's education process. There's no way in hell we should let that happen. Mm-mm. But it's already in place in a couple of states and there's more coming on board.
0: I don't think it's gonna work, but I hope not it is what it is. But
1: it definitely ain't gonna work if people don't know. Imagine if I hadn't told you that. You don't yeah, have kids. Okay, I mean, no big deal. I,
0: I I didn't know what it was called. I did hear of it, uh, about them trying to take um the history of black history out of schools and all that. I just didn't know what they were trying to do and what it was called. I didn't know the legally term. Well well,
1: the, the critical race theory, that's that's the foundation you know, upon which the movement has been based. Right.
0: And I didn't know, I was like critical race theory? No, I didn't hear that. But I did hear of the them trying to take it out of the schools, the black history out of the schools, trying to switch it out. But there's so
1: much more to it than that. They tell you that to create these buzzwords. Because now you're seeing it as white people are trying to take black people out or black history out of the school system.
0: No, I, I don't see it as white. Well, the, not you, as...
1: but but what I'm saying yeah. is, you know, that's... that's now I'm going to create this image yeah. of black people trying or white people trying to suppress black people in education. That's part of the story, but that's not the purpose of the story. That's just another one of those distractions. Now we're talking about the racial context of the critical race theory, which obviously is race based, but that's not the, the threat. The threat is the lack of education to black kids and white kids. Yeah, Cause all of a right. sudden white kids are like, I don't even know what y'all talking about. What, yeah. the, what What do you mean? Slavery, racism. I don't, know nothing, I don't know nothing about that. Why are you talking crazy?
0: Yeah.
1: Can you explain it to me? Not really. It's just something I heard about from my great grandmother who's dead and gone now. But no, they never taught it to me in school. Maybe it's some bullshit. I don't know. Nah, man. I, can't, <laughs> I, mean, they, I don't want to see it. Right. Nobody should want to see that, black, white, or otherwise. Nobody yeah. should want to see that. But there are people out there trying to make that happen right here, right now. America, we got to be better than that. Yeah. We got to be better than that. We got to be better than that for our own good. That's the point of this episode. Open your eyes, please. This is a conspiracy theory. This is where we're actually at. Your brother, your mother, everybody has to be on the same page about how we care about each other and how we take care of each other and how we give each other space to grow in our own development. And not milk them dry. In the process of trying to better ourselves. Because that is not how we. The general population. Survive. That's how the powerful. Stay powerful. We ain't there yet. That shit ain't gonna work for us. I hope y'all listening. Not the end all be all. Once again. I'm not saying my position is the position. It's just mine. Learn. Educate yourselves. Don't ignore the TV because it's all bad news. It's not all bad news. It's just news. You gotta find the good shit. You gotta find the real shit. You gotta understand what's happening. You have to educate yourself. You have to take a stand. This is AG's Convos. And we
0: are. AG's Convos. We're gonna show you how the world goes. AG's Convos. We're gonna show you how the world goes.